Hello everyone, welcome back to this week's The Lovin' Show. I'm here with my co-host Casey. Hello. And we have a very special guest, the ultimate mind hacker and psychologist, Heba Belfaqi. Welcome Hi, to the thank show. thank you, thank you. So, there's a lot that we want to know about mind uh-huh. hacking, so mm-hmm. I'll just get right to it. Let's Work history, in. going from HR to being a mind hacker, tell us all about it. So, as uh, I did like the corporate world for 10 years, yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to do early on, so I just kind of dabbled and I got stuck in HR and I was like, you know what, I deal with people, so that's fine for me. And during that time, I got exposed to a whole lot of stuff like NLP, uh, I don't know if you guys watched the TV show Lie to Me back in the day where somebody was like looking at body language and, and he was deciphering if the people were awesome or not. And then I decided, you know what, I want to join the CIA. I wanna, I wanna join the CIA and I wanna read body language. And that's what got me into psychology. So starting yes. to, to go in and study human behavior, body language, etc. And then as life took me up and down, um, I had like this major like crisis. You know, every time you say you have to hit rock bottom yeah. to get back up, well, I hit rock bottom super hard. Lost 1.5 million in an investment. My father passed away, lost a love relationship all in the same time and got diagnosed with diabetes all within three months. And then at that point, I got into depression. But as a psychologist, you already know that it's all in your mind and you need to get your mental health game right. And so I just went to like a self-help bookstore, bought all the self-help stuff and just started cramming myself with positive messaging to kind of rewire my brain. And that journey took me into like the Tony Robbins of the world. It took me into uh, Les Brown, all these awesome people, and just kind of consumed their content religiously. I'm not talking about one hour a day. I'm talking six, seven, 12 hours a day, just consuming good content. So, and then I just saw my mood change and I saw my personality evolve. And a lot of the things I used to do, stopped doing them. And slowly I just thought I, I, I'm becoming more positive. And I was like, okay, amazing. And then it was just upwards after that because now you know that your mind is actually everything. Yeah. And that got me super curious. I'm like, if I manage to do that to myself, then I can definitely do it to others. So like, what is it that we actually are doing? So then I went and I wanted to understand how the mind works and why exactly that I, be, I was able to switch from that negative to that positive in like, I would say six months. And people stay depressed for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I understood that our subconscious mind actually controls our conscious mind. If we look at our, our mind in, in a little circle and you split the circle 90% and 10%, 90% of that engine is running that 10%. This mind that you think with is only 10%. This mind that's giving you worry, anxiety, stress, overthinking is only 10% of it. And then, yeah, it's just 10%. And we're letting 10% control us. So, and when we want to change something, we try to change it in that 10%. For example, January 1st, everybody's trying to go and lose some weight, right? First day is like, yes. Second day, you're using willpower to change, right? Day number 21, you're not even interested to go to the gym. And now you're coming up with excuses like, oh, you know, the gym membership was cheap. Uh, You know, maybe it wasn't for you. Maybe there's an alternative message. And then by day 22, you no longer go. Yeah, Yeah, you don't go anymore. And that's because you're trying to use 10% plus willpower Mm -hmm. to to power 90% of your brain. If this was a tug of war and there was nine people on one side and one person on the other, no matter how how much that one person is trying to pull, he's not going anywhere, right? You're going to fly to the other side, no matter how much willpower you have. And that's why 
I, I understood that it's very important to change the 90%, focus on the 90% instead of that 10%. And by doing that, you actually have to hack your subconscious mind. And if we look at our brain just like a computer, yeah. and this super brain of us is super powerful, it's limitless, we don't even actually know what's inside it, there's unlimited amount of beliefs or codes, as I like to say them. All right, So there's unlimited codes in your brain that actually are making you do what you do. Right? They're, they're your programming. It's not your personality. It's actually just a code. So you might have a code of saying, like, I'm not good enough. Every time you're going to do something, you're going to believe that you're not good enough. If you have a, a code that says, I overthink, then every time you're going to get a situation, you're going to overthink. Yeah, you're talking and, about really relatable things here, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then when people say, like, I'm indecisive, well, it's not you who's indecisive. You have a code that says I'm indecisive. And as long as we're able to find the code and when did you learn it, and most of our time we've learned everything between the ages zero to seven. You're running right now on an adult brain that was programmed between the ages zero to seven. So you're working on codes that, childhood codes. But how, how do we find these codes? Like you're, you're talking about mind hacking, explaining it really yeah. well, but if for someone who hasn't studied it for yeah. so long, how do I find my code if I'm struggling with something? Everything you speak is a code. So if you say, I am bad with names. I think you said something right before we started. <laughs> I struggle with names 100%. That's your code. Yeah. Your code is I struggle with names. So no and matter, it gets in my head yes. and then I can't fix it and I'm consciously aware of it. Mm. Because then it's just, you're just playing run, 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 run and then you're going to do control shortcut and mm -hmm. that's going to be on your mainframe. So when a name comes, your brain's going to go to that code and say, I struggle with names. Mm -hmm. So what we speak is actually our codes and sometimes you know, we'll say the most ridiculous stuff, we just need to write this down and you'll be aware of the code and then you just have to ask yourself two questions. What's amazing about this code? Mm -hmm. And then the second thing, who did I learn it from? Because mm -hmm. most likely you'll learn it from your mom or your dad or some sort of behavior that you saw in the family or whatever it is, right? Because zero to seven you're just absorbing all this information from all around the world, from everything around you. And your source of the world at that point is TV and your parents and maybe school. Mm -hmm. So that's your three sources. So once you know where it started from, you can then make a conscious decision. Do I actually want to keep this code or not? And when you say what's amazing about it, do you mean what do you mean by that? Yeah, I mean, I know it's the weirdest question <laughs> yeah. ever because we only keep bad behavior if it serves us in some way. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. It gives us a benefit in some way. So what, is, what does it benefit you that you don't know people's names? You, we might say, like, you know what, then I, my brain is clearer. Yeah. I'm, I'm, even, I'm going deeper with other things yeah. That, yeah. that may be yeah. Yeah, that I'm, for that I'm sure. asking what's for amazing sure. about them. Okay. You know, like, for example, procrastination, right? A lot of people procrastinate, and I go, what's amazing about procrastination? And they're like, oh, nothing. No, there is something amazing. It's because in that one hour right before you have to deliver, you go into super productive mode. Mm -hmm. right and you just go and you give it everything in this adrenaline in your body and it charges you so that rush serves you yeah. right yeah. another thing about adrenaline you already have faith that you've done it before you procrastinated and you've done it before so you have this faith so the good thing about procrastination is you have faith in yourself yeah so there's always a way to if you once you find out how it serves you then you can change it because it's serving you somehow
Where does the concept of mind hacking come from? So mind hacking was pretty much me trying to be cool. This is all you. <laughs> this is all me, Incredible. right? So I traded marked it. I, I, I started it about wow. a year ago now. Um, I have a lot of disciplines. I've learned a lot of disciplines during the years, different kind of modalities. And I always, I'm, I'm a person who's very left brain. I like things to be fast. So when I was doing my psychology work, I was like, I don't want somebody to sit on my couch and talk to me for months and months about the same problem. I feel like that's not getting them to where they want to be as fast as I want them to get there. So I started practicing different techniques on myself. On myself. I invested four to five years just on myself learning modalities. And then I would take something from everything and kind of just play around with it until I found, you know what, this is the quickest way to do it. So I say right now, with no shame, like you have anxiety, I fix it in an hour. One hour, come, we'll play. Wow. And you see the word I use, like let's play, because it's not serious. If you detach yourself yeah. from feeling like I am anxious and just think of it as it's a code, then we can come and be more flexible and play with it. But a lot of people hold on to these things as if they're, it's their identity. The first rule is to let it go. It's not you. It's a code. So even when I sometimes speak to people, I say, what is your code? And then they'll be like, no, I am, I am. I'm like, no, that is I am is, is the most powerful word in the world because you're, you're belonging it. You're reprogramming yourself negatively, mm -hmm. right? Just say my code is. You know, my code and then it steps it. you away from whatever. Exactly, yeah, exactly. exactly. And then, then you can detach and you can heal it because at the end of the day, it's not you. But a lot of people will hold on to their identity. This personality of ours can change like this with a choice, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and you can evolve and you can become whoever you want to be. If you keep on remembering that you're limitless, you know, that there's nothing that can stop you, you'll be able to evolve and change. But a lot of the times we think from this very scarcity limited mindset that I can't, I can't, I can't, right? And whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right, it's your code. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. So for mind hacking, how does the program go when people come up to you? Oh, I want to take part. How does that? Usually so go? I do two things right now. So I do one to one sessions. Right. Um, and these are just me and you. We sit down and you can come up with a whole list of codes or you can tell me I have no idea and I will go in and I'll find the code for you and change oh, it. Wow. Right. Mm -hmm. it, it depends. It's play. Or the second thing is I'm also now teaching this because I believe that you know you need to teach the man how to fish instead of fish for the man. So if you know how to hack your own codes, you can just do it yourself. Why do you need me? So I also teach and there's like three levels at the moment and it's approved by the government. And my goal in life is to teach this to kids at some point. So from the age of already so seven, you know, that they know. People are working on mental health. I feel yeah. like if I knew this when I was like, I don't know, 10 years old, it would have changed my life completely. If I I knew this if I was 20 it was yeah. gonna change my life completely so I feel like my my purpose or my obligation in life right now is yeah. to go and bring make this that make that happen as young as I can like I might hack my nieces and they're the age of like 10 <laughs> and 8 right and their memories are just yesterday yeah. it's a lot easier to make that change but you also allow them to kind of explore this already so yeah. now they know their thoughts are not themselves it's not their identity so, so important yeah so and you important. can and you can switch this and court. like you said, from the ages, what was it, seven yeah, to zero to seven, zero to seven yeah. you're a sponge. So yeah. imagine being able to hack that from early exactly. on. Exactly. Or that they everything. know that they this is all a code and they can reprogram themselves from zero to seven. That's yeah. amazing. You know, like my five-year-old niece will say that's a code to somebody. Because <laughs> <laughs> at that age, people aren't thinking yeah. about working with young kids about anxiety yeah. issues and yeah. things. And now yeah. they know that they can step back. It it, it's just going to change your whole life because the, the information I know today if I knew four years ago, it would have changed my life. Now, I'm, I always go back, 
man, I wish, that was my main thing. I wish I knew this as a child. And I was like, well, then if I keep repeating it, maybe that's my purpose to go and teach it to children or bring it somehow so that it's accessible to yeah. children. And um, they don't have to know the, the neurosciences of it because it, it is science, right? But they can know just the fundamental belief that whatever you think is actually a code and you can change that. Incredible. It's amazing. And you've mentioned that you've absorbed content. Oh, yeah. So you've read a lot of books. You've probably yes. watched a lot, a lot, a lot of content. Tell us about one author, one person, or one piece of contact, content that's truly changed your life. Okay, so there's two. There's a person who's changed my life, and there's a piece of content that changed my life. Tony Robbins is always the man that has changed my life because when I was in depression, that's what I accidentally bumped into on, on like YouTube, and it, I felt like he spoke to my soul. And I went two years following him around the world, going to all his really? programs. Yep, I'm done with all of Tony's content. Online and offline, I went to all his events. I'm a huge fan. I support him with whatever he does, right? So I'm, I'm devoted for life because he's definitely the man that changed my life, right? I needed to hear his information then. The piece of content that changed my life is a book called The Code of the Extraordinary Mind by Vishen Lakhani from Mind Valley. Mm -hmm. This book was the first time that took me outside the science and into spirituality. And I looked at it from this outside perspective of we are all energy nice. and, and we are all oneness and that where is this, these thoughts that we believe are coming from? There's some things that we think are just there because that's all we know. For example, the whole institute of, for example, marriage, right? I go and ask, where did it first start? Who decided that this is going to happen? Who made it a rule in our society? Wow. Right. So then if you and that was the discussion in his book, who said who, he's not saying marriage is wrong or right, irrespective, like who came up with this? So I started to go in, oh, my God, I need to question where every thought that I believe in comes from, who instilled this into my brain, into my subconscious mind. Right. Yeah. And that makes you become an adventurer, a, cur a curious, a curious person. And you get to go in and actually start asking questions instead of just following the crowd with what the, what is said. Most of our beliefs are made up and we don't even know who made them up. Mm -hmm. So interesting. <laughs> Amazing. So obviously going back to the modalities yes. and the ways that you, you, know, you help people cope with their anxiety, yes. stress, and whatever it may be, um, you came up with the Smash Room as well. Yes, You're the co-founder yes, of the yes, Smash Room. Yes. That's incredible. Yeah, I found yeah. this on yesterday. Yeah. So I told her about it. I visited oh, a few days yes, ago yes. and it was amazing. Yeah. Who, who would have thought? So I just want to know, how did that come about? Yeah. What do you have planned so for So I'm, I'm like a doer. So for me, it's like if I see something, I feel something, I'm going to do it no matter if the world tells me it's wrong. I, was, I, was, I just lost my grandmother and I just came out of a Tony event and I was still really angry and I didn't know how to deal with the grief. I have a Greek friend who said, you know what, girl, just let's go smash some things in your backyard. That's what the Greeks do. The tradition. Do, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it was convenient enough that I was moving houses at that point. So we, we, we took stuff to our back, my backyard, and I just went crazy, and I was smashing and screaming. And then I laid down in the ground, and I just felt this relief. And then I was like, and I was fresh out of Tony, so my brain was like, this is amazing. Like, this is amazing. And the first thing, moment. Yeah. first thing I did when I got up, I told my friend, this is going to be a business idea. I'm going to open it. She goes, don't be crazy, but don't be crazy. We actually tried opening it for like a year. We went to um, the government about 100 times. Like I lost count from how many times we went to get the approval because try explaining that we were going to bring things and we're going to break them for therapy. With a yeah, sledgehammer, yeah, you know, you know so, baseball bat. Until we got it, you know, persistent. So I don't quit. So we kept going. I knew in my gut that the idea 
was amazing and it was going to help a lot of people. And it was also a congruent for what I stand for. I stand for not doing things stereotypically. You know, the smash room is not your stereotypical therapy. Mind hacking is not your stereotypical um, therapy. So yeah. I, I believe in breaking the taboo of what the rules are. There's a box out there of things that should and shouldn't be. Who made that box up? Right. We as individuals, we have the ability to explore whatever the hell we want to explore to find the answers that yeah. we need to find within us. What works for you might not work for me. Um, I, I've done con uh, conventional therapy and it works for a lot of people and just doesn't is not enough for me. Right. So we have to all just go out and explore. If we all just play in life and try to go out and explore what works for us instead of going and following what everybody thinks yeah. or believes is the right way, your way is not my way. So the smash room, we have a lot of people that come there who go, therapy doesn't work for me. I can't talk to a person, but I like to come to this room, smash everything up, and I feel this relief. And then I can go now and talk to somebody afterwards. I and love this. I had no idea that yeah. the smash room was born out of an idea as yeah. physical therapy for people. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. But so you have the smash room. Yeah. Um, obviously, you're working at mind hacking. Yeah. And also, she mentioned like a focus journal. A focus yes. journal. Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask you to bring it if you had oh. any. Because I was trying to order online yeah, yeah, yeah. at the moment. No, right, out of stock. Out of stock. Like, yeah, we're doing the next batch, actually. But I can get. I can hook you guys up. I'll send you wow. something. Oh, no foul. Finesse. <laughs> yeah. Um, the focus journal was something I did for myself. So part of going on that journey, I realized that I had to have habits, successful yeah. habits that was going to focus me in the right way. And I realized that a lot of the journals out there were talking about goals, right? What is your goal for the day? What do you want to achieve? But actually, that's not what we need to focus on in, in our life, right? I want things to keep my energy up or my mood up, not actually things to get me achieve my goals. I have no problem achieving goals, right? Mm -hmm. I have a problem keeping my mindset straight. So mm -hmm. I wanted to create nice. a journal for the mind, for the mindset to keep you certain. And the, the three questions that we started off with, like, what are you grateful for? So first thing off the bat in the morning, you put yourself in the state of gratitude. What am I thankful for in this world? Second thing is, what am I going to do to love myself today, right? And then the third question is like, what am I going to do to have fun? So I did this journal for me, and I just did one copy of it. You know, I designed it, and I was like, this is going to be my journal. And then I started posting it every day on Instagram, like going like, okay, writing on my journal, no habits, you know. And people were like, where do I get this journal from? Where do I get this journal from? So then I decided to self-publish. So I self-published it, sold like a thousand copies immediately. Um, I'm in like uh, batch number two right now. We're also gonna translate it to Arabic. Nice. And Good. I use this religiously every day, every morning. I wake up, that's what I do. Every night before I go to bed, I do it. So for me, these are the key questions and they come based on research. Like these are the questions that trigger your mind to focus on the good things. Sets the tone from the day so too. Exactly. You start your day off. Start like your that. day and you end your day. And sometimes just ending your day, going and reflecting. We don't even reflect. Yeah. And Or people will go, did I do my, my goals or did I not do my goals? That's really not important. You go look at you go, what did I learn from today? What was a challenge that I could have turned or I've learned the lesson from? Just recap it. Like, okay, today I got stuck in traffic and I got a little frustrated what can I do better tomorrow with that it's taking you out of this rush because then exactly. you can recap it's amazing exactly and and it's just really mindset instead of goals we are so driven on focusing on goals like our whole self worth is associated to the goals but actually if you just heal and love yourself and it's, it's a it's a more like a self-love journal if you feed yourself love you'll be able to achieve your goals that's true right but it's counterintuitive because we're so focused in this masculine society that wants you just to achieve yeah 
but actually you need to nurture yourself to be able to achieve without being burnt out. That's so true. Yeah. So on the topic of, you know, um, the power of manifestation, yes. do you believe in the power oh, of manifestation? Oh, hell yes, I believe in manifestation. Good, because I asked Hella about this and she was like, you know what, ask her about how she manifested sage. Sage, my puppy, yeah, I'm yes. a big... I, was, I saw the word sage and I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, sage is my puppy. Sage is actually a flower that you burn and yeah. it, it removes um, negative energy, yeah. obviously. Uh, that's what I, like, that's what I would name, call my, my, my puppy. <laughs> Um, oh, I completely believe in asking the universe for what you want and receiving at the end. We are all vibrations. We yeah. are all energy. But the thing is, a lot of people ask from a place of need, mm-hmm. you know, like, and then they keep on checking with the universe. Where is it? Where is it? The universe is unbiased. God, source, whatever you want to call it, is unbiased. And no matter what you say, it just says yes to you. Mm-hmm. All right. So I put out an experiment and I did it on social media. And I said, you know, guys, I'm going to manifest a puppy. And this is the exact breed of the puppy, the color, everything about no, it. Specific. I was very specific. No Gender. I was super specific, and I said, "I'm gonna ask the you know, this is my puppy." And then what I did is for like the next three weeks, played full out. So started to tell everybody about the puppy I have that I didn't have. I went out to this the is another level. Yeah, another level. <laughs> I used to walk around the house and go, "Come on, Sage." No. Sage doesn't exist. <laughs> Uh, I went and bought collars and like I made everything She's ready. I, I made everything ready because I had certainty and absolute faith that the universe was going to deliver. And then randomly out of the blue, one of my good girlfriends calls me and she goes, I haven't seen you in a while, you've been traveling. Uh, let's go, let's have coffee. She brings her husband which she never does, and her husband comes to, to our little coffee. And uh, she tells me, so tell me about the puppy you have. And I said, I don't have a puppy. And she goes, no, no, I've seen photos of the puppy. I've seen you talk about the puppy. I'm like, oh, it's manifestation. So she's a nice Marathi woman, has no idea what manifestation <laughs> is. And her husband is like sitting, listening to me like, this woman is crazy. Um, and then he says, show me the puppy. And I show him the puppy. And he's like, so you want this puppy? And I said, yes, but the caveat that I sent out to the universe is that I don't want to pay for this puppy because it's $5,000, right? And he's like, okay, give me five minutes. He picks up a phone, he calls somebody, and then he says, okay, you'll have this puppy in two weeks. And I'm like, I don't want to pay for it. He's like, it's a gift from us. Whoa, look at that. And two weeks later, Sage was in my place, you know, exact same puppy. If you look at the pictures, they're like completely identical. And wow. that's manifestation because I played full out and I completely believe the it's universe. Amazing. And imagine like this friend brings her husband and her husband knows somebody who breeds these dogs and you know, like, oh, it's a gift from us. Let's Next go. thing you know, people will start manifesting a million dirhams. You should. I mean, that's you should. Wait, th- but this is like we talk about manifestation, but who actually fully uh, plays sees out. It this is it. And like if, that was full on. I, I always level, say the one thing that gets us to fall back is because you come and you say, where is it? So when you're questioning the universe, the universe is like, where is it? The universe is unbiased. It's just going to say yes. So if you say, where is it? Universe says yes. Let's give you more of where is it? So you're going to have more of these feelings of where is it? Mm -hmm. Right? If you keep saying, I don't have money, the universe is going to say yes and give you more of the feeling of I don't have money. Right? But if you go change that around and you start saying, I, ha- I have plenty of money, I am abundant, I have plenty, the universe is going to say, yes, let's give you plenty, let's give you plenty. But you don't stay in that vibration, that thought long enough. For, mm-hmm. for like a few seconds, you'll be like, I have my plenty, plenty. And then something happens, you're like, oh, I don't back have money. Down, yeah. And you go back, right? If you can, you're able to sustain that vibration for at least two minutes, all right, you're able to attract. 
But imagine, we sustain, everybody's a manifester, and this is what I say, but you're just manifesting bad things, mm. right? Yeah. I don't want to, I'm going to, oh, God, you wake up in the morning, I'm going to be late. You're late, right? Oh, God, I don't want my boss to see me walking actually, in late. Actually. Right? And that's the one day he catches you coming in late to work. Because you're constantly manifesting at a lower vibration. You're just manifesting bad things. It's true. I think that all the kind of therapeutic books that we read, a lot of us have the kind of like the bad trait of not yeah. actually seeing them through. Yeah. So we have like the idea to read them, but we don't see them through. Yeah, it's yeah. that 90-10 again, mm -hmm. like the, the subconscious and the conscious, right? You're trying to rewire it from the conscious brain and then the subconscious brain has 300 million codes if you're only 30. And you do the math for yourself, like there's 300 million codes in your subconscious mind that you're not aware of. So are you teaching all of these? We mentioned your online courses already yes. and your one-on-one -on -one courses. What do you teach and how did you actually start that and so how can people find it's you? It's funny because um, I, when I was doing the sessions, at some point I was fully booked for months in advance. I'm flying to New York today to go do these in New York. I fly to London and go do this in London. So I was like getting to a point, I was like, I cannot sustain this because one of me cannot meet all these people all the time and it started like it's a full-time job sometimes I would come and call me at midnight can I do a session I'll say yes right wow. because it's if you're off service and you're just like and you feel people's pain so I was like I need to multiply this I need to get people to learn how to do this so that they're able to do it so it's just not not me you can't hold value and knowledge just for yourself you need to you need to spread it out and then a lot of the people who were doing a lot of sessions with me and were getting advanced, they were kind of like uh, all pushing me towards, we need a course, teach me, teach me, teach me how to do this, I'd love to do this. And I said, okay, let me take two weeks off and I'll actually create level one, like the basic of it. And then we're gonna experiment and see if I teach a small group of people, will they be able to do it? Mm -hmm. Day one, people were walking in, un they don't even know what the hell I'm talking about, right? <laughs> Day two, they're being able to change the codes. And I was like, well, good, we got it. Wow. Like, we got it. And then I took it, I took the curriculum to um, the government, to KHDA, and I was like, all right, let's go. Let, this is a curriculum, it, it can be taught, and I got it approved. Amazing. And, and then it was just, okay, now I can take it to the next level. So I already have six levels. And these are in Dubai currently as workshops, and the beginner one, like there's one coming on the 26th and 27th of this month, March, two-day weekend. By the end of the weekend, you can hack yourself and hack other people. Simple as that. Amazing. It is not rocket science. You were born being able to do this. You're just not programmed. You didn't have the right courage and program to, to tell you that you are. You know, you, you, for, you, were, you was forgotten. Yeah. But we're born with it. And it's literally that quick to change. And, and after a weekend, people just see life completely different because now you know that it's the code and it's no longer you so there's no need for guilt no need for Actually shame a lot of things yeah. you know no need to beat yourself up because it's just the code it's incredible. You also do uh, retreats. You host retreats. Yes, right? also host retreats. Oh, retreats are fun because we did ballet. All of these things. <laughs> I'm, I call myself multi-passionate. If you, as long as you're doing what you love, you yeah. just do it. Right? There's like, it, it, there's a way. You know, there's no excuses. Right? In life, it's like you live this life. You have to live it with joy and with love and with passion. If you're doing love, joy, and passion, you don't feel like it's work. I feel like I'm having fun all the damn time. I love it, all right? It's like, you tell me right now, let's go do a retreat in two weeks. I'm like, I can make it happen. There's no big deal. Yeah. So I do retreats twice a year in the summer and in the end of the year. Yeah. 
and I take a group of uh, a group of people to Bali and I challenge their mind, body and their soul. It's not a kumbaya retreat. It's really going in deep showing you that your mind can actually do way more than you think it can. So like the first couple of days, first two days, you're on lack of sleep, you emerge your body in five minutes of freezing water, right? We saw, did you not see Hala posted a video of that where she actually took part in this yeah. retreat? It's incredible. Yeah, because so, she was calm yeah. the entire time and she was like, really, when you just get yourself in a get state of mind. Get your mind you're right, you're going you're gonna to be okay, right? And it's just, and you're in the water and it's freezing. I went into hyperthermia. I'm type 1 diabetic and I went into hyperthermia and I'm still in the water going, I am okay. Yeah. And your body With will... With a smile. Yeah, your body will end up listening to you. Right, because it's it, and then it just shows you I'm limitless. I've walked on fire twice, right? Wow. Not once. So it shows you what you're capable of. Wow. And then day two, like after that, after that, we go on a hike on no sleep, like hike up a mountain, and people are like full of energy and they don't understand where this burst of energy comes from. And then you come down from from the hike and we go straight into really releasing trauma and things that wow. you've kept inside you. So now you're emotionally all over the place. And then by day three, I promise you, you're going to get better because it's like we have to break it in order yeah, yeah. for us to fix it. And then we go into the body and just challenging the body a little bit to release the energy through the body. And then we go to the soul. And that's when you start soul searching, finding your purpose, coming in alignment to who you are, balancing your masculine and feminine energy. And by day seven of the retreat, you're changed. You're not this. It's transformation, mm -hmm. right? Because when you transform, you can't go back, yeah. right? Change, you change back transformation you you go from that let caterpillar into the butterfly butterfly can never be the caterpillar again so it's really intense but it's life-changing i i believe in retreats because i did retreats all my life i went to all the tony retreats yeah after seven days of tony you're a new woman <laughs> <laughs> which goes back to our game later stay tuned mm -hmm. guys it's all tony robbins related hiba has thrown me shade for very good reason <laughs> love that but i want to ask since you do a lot of things she still has one more Probably more than than I have yeah. in this list, but humans. Yes, Tell humans. Um, oh my God! So humans is a podcast that we do for fun. Again, everything I do is for fun. Humans <laughs> uh, is a podcast that I do with my co-host, who's actually I I got to know her through mind hacking. So she came for sessions, and then we built a friendship. And then she wanted to go to Tony Robbins, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna push you to go to Tony Robbins, and I'm gonna come with you just to show you how devoted I am. Let's go. <laughs> uh, and we went to Tony Robbins in London, and we we room we uh, room together in, in a home and on the walk to Tony Robbins I was talking about how I was done with like social media being so insta perfect and how all these podcasts are very righteous you must do you should do all this kind of stuff yeah. and then we said you know there needs to be some real topics like talking about real stuff that is happening and we just said we should do it and and we we're like let's do it and we went on this whole humans as effing humans. That's what it means. So we're all effing humans. We make mistakes in life. And therefore, we, we, we have to talk about these mistakes and bring them forward and our learnings as well. It's not just about being perfect because perfect doesn't exist. Actually, right. perfect is boring and everybody's definition of perfect is different. My perfect is sure. not your perfect. So it doesn't even exist. It's an illusion. So we have to talk about real stuff. So we, were, we went on. We talked about our families. We talked about, about our upbringings. We talked about like the mistakes that we've done in love, in That's money, nice. in anything. Like all, all the bad stuff we've done and how we've learned. And just honestly and unfilteredly. 
you know? And now we're getting guests on who, who've been like listening to us for a while. They're like, you know, I really want to talk about my life uncensored without trying to make it perfect. Because that's the truth. That's the truth of it. And if you hear somebody's story, like if you look at me today and you hear my story, you're probably going to be shocked. Because a lot of us assume that I have this like perfect life, mm -hmm. right? And I talk about things that are happening to me right now and they're like, oh, but she's always like smiling and happy. And I'm like, yeah, because this working right right now. But if that would have happened five years ago or six years ago, you would have found me in a mental institute because I would have, I would have fell apart, yeah. right? So just constantly this open, honest dialogue about what's going on. And uh, it's for us, it's refreshing to talk about it, but it's also refreshing for people to hear it. And there's a takeaway, of course, with all of these Always, all we, leave every, we leave every um, uh, episode with like, a, a challenge so we let people go challenge and one of the challenges was like call your mom and tell her you love her that's nice right just do that because a lot of, a lot of us have these issues with our parents and the control aspect and different cultures and all that but there's some sort of resentment there yeah. and sometimes all the parents is looking for is you to call and check in and say mm -hmm. i love you but you're waiting for the parent to call and say yeah i love you so it starts with you. So we should just let everybody pick up the phone and we do it. So we would be like, all right, we're going to go call our moms and say, I love you. You know, so it's just these little takeaways so people can go and do. And it's like, if you don't want to do it, sure, but that's how you're going to change your life with action. Massive action changes your life. This is amazing. I'm so glad we got to Fumans at the end because I hadn't actually heard the concept of the podcast. Okay. And I love that it's kind of like a not perfect look at everyone's oh, yeah. lives. Um, You'll hear Sage appear in the podcast while we're editing. I'm like, that's my dog in the background barking because she wants featuring. She would like to feature every episode. Love that's that. amazing. But we're going to play out, move on to our game because as Let's you go. said, you are a massive Tony Robbins fan and this game is called the Tony Robbins Quote Game. Let's do this. So, to, 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 to say it right, Shireen has gone through all the quotes. Some of these are Tony Robbins. Some of them are not. However, we're going to put us to the test and yes. see if we can figure it out. Okay. Cool. I'm challenging that... This has not been researched properly. She was like, this oh. is Google page one. And I was like, you know what? I can't even deny it and right now. And it's not from Tony the Tony Robbins, Robbins website because a lot of these things have been said by Tony, but also could have been said by other people because Tony quotes, quotes other, other people. people. So, But for the sake of today, we'll let's listen. just... Yes, yes, they yes. are <laughs> the original quote that Tony has reset incorrectly. So they would <laughs> be... Sure, I got you, I got you. Appreciate it. Making it worse. Make this the bit. teaser for the was video it, Richie. Was it Google Page One or it was definitely Google Page One. I'm not even gonna front. Yeah. I'm not even gonna front. I can tell by some of them. <laughs> <laughs> Motivational <laughs> quotes by Tony, Tony Robbins. Robbins. <laughs> straight up. Straight oh, up. Um, okay, let's start okay, with okay, Casey. No, I think we'll do it together. You wanna do it together? So, like a, oh, okay. I wish we had a buzzer hey, situation. Do you wanna read it out? All right, great things never come from comfort zones. What is your take on that, Tony or not to Tony? I mean, he, and you can still argue if he's yeah, already said it. I, argue I think, it. listen, I've definitely heard him say something within a, the lines of this. I don't know. It seems very like meh for Tony. Because um, mind you guys, she's probably memorized. Yeah, I know a lot of his Tony. content and he has a lot of content. So, yeah. and these don't really stand out for me like as major Tony. <laughs> he doesn't give you the that's true, Tony to test you. Yeah, yeah, give it easy. yeah. That was Great things never, too. never come from comfort zones. Tony or not Tony? I love it. I love it. Let's She's see. manifesting the answer. Yeah, I'm going to say 
he has said this, but I'm sure he's quoted it off somebody else because this is a very generic. Yes, this is a generic right, one. Yeah. So generic, in fact, that I wrote that it was written by someone called Random yeah, because random. the name did not. Yeah, pop this is up so. Ju- this Google is search. yeah. Because I also think I say this a lot of the times. Great things never come from comfort, comfort zone. zone. It's such a generic. Term. I was gonna say no because I feel like he. It's not strong enough. Yeah. I thought that she would go for strong. Enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it's like it sounds like quotes. generic. Yeah. So okay. second one, if Next you do up. what you've always done. You'll get what you've always gotten. That is a Tony. Yeah. Uh, yes, I, I, he has definitely said this. Um, <laughs> what about you, Case? Yeah, I reckon that's his philosophy. If you stay going, traveling the same path, he'll continue on that path. Yes. So I'm going to say. You went to the when he went to Coca-Cola Arena, right? You I were did. here for that. Yeah. Yeah. I also think he might say it in other words, but. I mean, <laughs> the philosophy is very Tony philosophy. You guys are both correct. Yeah. It is Tony. So, it yeah. is Tony. Ding, 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 ding. Most okay. of these successful people I've known are the ones who do more listening than talking. Heba. Yes, Tony. Yes, Tony. Heba. Okay. He does say this as well, but it's not one of his major philosophies. I do know other public speakers that this is their main philosophy. Um, like Dan Lok, like Grant Cardone. Mm. Grant Cardone. But Tony talks a lot about successful people all the time. I know. Does he say anything about listening? Yeah, and he talks about big names, and then he talks about what he's learned from them sometimes, right? Yeah, that's true. He has a lot. He has a book, The Titans, uh, where he interviewed more than 1,000 successful people. Now, it shouldn't be this hard, right? Well, some of the answers are random. I mean, it's I mean, it's so. <laughs> no, there's just that one. It's just that one. This one has a name. Hi. Hello. Um, I'm going to say no. No. I, I, just, I Casey. I said. So uh, said yes. I said yes. You said yes. It is by Bernard Baruch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So right. it was like, it's not oh. pretty. Pretty loud. I don't know how we're doing this. It's okay. I get a point. That's correct. In life, life you either need inspiration or desperation. Is that a Tony Robbins quote? In life, you either need inspiration or desperation. Now, his philosophy is definitely about you need to have enough pain in order to move on in life. Has he said it in these words? <laughs> that is very uh, suspect for me. <laughs> uh, in, in, it sounds more of like these these quotes that you would get on Pinterest, actually. Um, is it a Pinterest? I'm going desperation. Tell me your answer the, first, and I'll let you know. Pinterest. Yeah, her source is Pinterest. Really a random. Um, Because it's inspiration or desperation. I don't know if you would use the word desperation. desperation. That's what's throwing yeah. me off. Um, and I don't like that you're affirming me because you might be just trying to mislead me somewhere. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to go with no, just with gut. This is not a Tony. And I'm going to also go with no, because I think that it's not just inspiration or desperation you need in life, right? That's not the only drive. There should be more yeah, factors to drive I, uh, you. T- Tony says, there's, there's his, his about life is that you need to have enough pain to change. That's one of his things. But I don't know if it's desperate. So it could be that he said it somehow, but I would like to validate the source of this. Uh, because well, me, it goes back to my Google searches. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, according to my first page Google search, it is Tony. Tony yeah. But it, you, you're right. He could have said something else because yes. as an avid Tony fan, I, I, I mean, I don't even know him and I don't feel like he would say so the word desperation. It's but it's possible that he's uh, reset it a number of times. So it's, you know. he, he has these like quotes that are like, boom, they're Tony. 
Like yeah. massive action. Like if you had massive action written anywhere yeah. there, that is Tony. Yeah. And he probably says, you can't move forward in life without massive action. That's a Tony. Because Tony is Straight up, yeah. And he says, where focus goes, energy flows. That's a Tony. Right, these are key things that everybody who goes to his That's events. That's that Instagram we, post you we, see everywhere. We recite it, you know. When yeah. he goes, where focus goes, we say energy flows. <laughs> right? These are quite generic. Like he could have said it in a podcast from the one thousand years he's done podcasts. You know <laughs> what I mean? Facts, honestly. <laughs> okay, next. The quality of your life is the quality of your relationships. I know Heba has something to say about this as well. Yes. See, um, Tony has something called the triad, and the triad says the quality of your life is the quality of your thoughts, your and and your emotions. Yeah. Um, and then he goes into the triad of how to change that. If he's doing a relationship program, mm -hmm. and I've done his relationship program, he would say this. He would say the quality of your life is the quality of your relationship. Okay. Um, so it's, again, very niche of what... It's not a generic Tony thing, but if he's doing a relationship program, he would say it. Like something someone mm -hmm. probably transcribed from a recording yes. of one of these sessions. 100%. Because then he would he would say this. My 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 memory is jogging me back to uh, life mastery, which is about relationships. And he does say the quality of your life is the quality of your relationships. There we go, Tony. Yeah. I mean, yes. have you met him actually? Yes. Yes. Yes, I have. Do you have any have any? A, do you have a moment? I that had you a, like a big hug with him. So yeah. I didn't have like those like transformation thing. But the first time I ever went to an event. They said the first person who goes and like does this master program, um, get, you go behind the scenes to meet him. When they were advertising this program, like I'm not gonna do it. The minute they said meet him, I was like, I'm done. Let's go. You know? <laughs> Let's get it done. And I Santa got on stage. You could give him a hug and like you, you speak to him for like 30 seconds. I mean, is he super personable? He is super. His energy is amazing. Mm. He's such a huge guy. Like when I put my arms around him, I couldn't wrap it, and my head reached his chest. And like I'm tall, so <laughs> so, imagine. so yeah, he's a big guy. He's a big guy, but he's full of amazing energy. Like he's just he's just kind. This mm -hmm. makes me want to watch a Tony Robbins video. I feel very left behind. Really, I mean, one. you should, you I mean, should. Like, and a lot of people have this misconception because they see like thirty seconds about Tony on online that he's like big and aggressive and he screams. But like, if you're spending three days with him, yeah. you get to see all sides of his personality. You see when he's emotional. You see when he cries. He feels when he connects nice. with you. You know, you see when he's meditating. It's all different sides of him. And then you see the crazy macho sides as well. So it's it's beautiful because none of us are one personality. We're all That's multiple. This personality, personality at work is different than your personality at home or with different people. If your friends, different phases of you show up. That's so. True. Yeah, I am always like when people go like he's a big like masculine guy. He's always screaming. I'm like he's a big softy too. He's a connector. That's yeah. what he said, and that's yeah. what it looks like from the small the nice of times I've it. seen him. In if TV, if he's a connector you've of like people. never done an event and you want like a life changing event, go to his one like three day UPW. You you at least become friends with amazing people. I'm friends with so many people from around the world um, that are like just good, genuine friends because we met in that setting. Yeah. And you build these genuine relationships. Go, don't go for him, go for the friendships that you'll build because they're amazing. I feel like you meet people with the same mentality of wanting to change their life. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And then it shows you like that your story isn't that bad because like the first time I ever went to Tony, the lady sitting next to me was in her 40s and she was raped by like a thousand men between the oh age God. of like zero to like 15 or 16 and then was you know she had this horrible story and she's sitting there laughing dancing partying and you're just like 
Shit. Yeah. And my major problem is I lost a thousand million germs. That's not enough. Yeah, I lose that again over that, right? It's incredible. So, yeah, it just gives you another perspective of life. Uh, definitely yeah. watching Tony Robbins' video later. Guys. Watch uh, Netflix. I am not your guru. I'm not your guru. Yeah. Done. Sorted. So, so for this it? bit, you are correct. <laughs> it is yeah. very much Tony. Seems like Tony. And thank you so much thank for joining us. Thank you guys. Us. Yeah, it's been an amazing me. talk. And same time, same place next week, thank you guys. Thank you so much, Emma. That was amazing. Bye, thank guys. You. See you soon. Bye-bye.